The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So welcome, everybody. Very happy to enjoy happy hour together. And thanks, Neil, for posting the happy hour Google group that people can connect with for information or just to stay connected with one another. Um, we'll start this evening uh, with meditation, and then I'll give a short talk. Then we'll have time to uh, meet with one another in breakout groups and share what's going on in our practice or any inspirations we've had. And we'll get back together in the, the large group for a few minutes. And then I'll, I'll end the evening with another 10 minutes of meditation for those who like to have a little bit longer evening together. So um, let's begin sitting together. Perhaps finding a comfortable posture. We're going to send kind and compassionate wishes to others. It's good to be kind and compassionate to one's own body at this time of day whatever that is for you, and finding something that is both easeful but also uh, enables you to stay aware and taking your time to settle into that. Recognizing whatever you need to take note of in order to arrive right here with whatever is most obvious in the body, heart, mind. And taking some time to be with the body and bring it any ease to any tightness or tension that may be with you. Perhaps using the out-breath to bring some softening to anywhere in the body that you find tightness or anything that can be relaxed. And of course, if there are areas that cannot be softened, being present with those just as they are, nothing that needs to change. Awareness itself meets whatever is happening with us. Bringing to mind, and taking your time to find this, but bringing to mind a living person who has been kind to you or helpful to you at some point in your life. 
could be currently, could be in the past. Someone with whom good thoughts come up pretty quickly as you picture them. Maybe even a spark of warmth towards them. But just that they're someone who's been very beneficial. This could be a teacher. Even uh, one from the past. Could be a relative. Someone you considered to be a mentor. Or even someone you don't necessarily know that well. Just an admired figure whose writings or... Speaking has brought you some important value or sense of kindness. This could even be a younger person or an infant or if there's no person in your life who seems to fit but you have a very comforting animal companion in your life, that could be the focus of your appreciation. Allowing this being to fill your heart with memories, your mind with the image of them, or just a feeling of what it's like to be with them. Whatever comes easily to you in the way of appreciation for the kindness or benevolence they bring to your life, the good qualities. It doesn't need to be anything more than a mental image. But there might be feelings in the heart, and if those are there, that's fine too. Whether there are positive thoughts or positive feelings about this being, 
recalling how they've helped you or supported you. Wishing them in return goodwill, kindness, perhaps warmth. beneficial states of being. And sending them kind wishes. Perhaps Softly, very softly repeating these wishes in your mind. May you be well. Wishing them well-being mentally, physically, emotionally. May you be well. May you be safe. Wishing them freedom from any kind of harm or any downturns or difficulties may you be safe. May you be happy. In whatever way is natural to this being, whether they're very quiet and contented or very joyful and bubbly, whatever form it takes, may you be happy. May you be at peace. Every life brings its challenges, even the lives of those we think are amazing benefactors. 
May you be at peace. Continuing to send them these kind wishes and any wishes that come to your heart or mind, not as wishful thinking, not as agendas, but just wholehearted kindness that you'd like to send back to them. For their well-being, for their safety, happiness, peace, and any other qualities you'd like to send their way. For those who've been doing this practice for a while, it can be very subtle, just almost radiating a kindness towards them. No need to think. If other things come up in the mind, just notice what they are and very gently return to sending kind wishes to this being that has been supportive in your life.
returning to awareness and refilling your mind with images, feelings, or thoughts about this kind being. Sending them your kind wishes.
I was sitting with a wise group of women earlier today, and um, one of them was noticing that her mind can take off in a negative direction or in a positive direction. And she was pondering, you know, that, that factor and how to work with that. And another woman uh, shared an, a thing that she started to do when her mind takes off in kind of a negative direction. She had recorded some positive qualities that she knows she's capable of and on her cell phone. And when she starts to go into that negative t- activity, she would press the playback button and listen to those qualities. I thought that was really a lovely example of um, the way we can shape the mind towards away from things that uh, don't take us in a direction that's helpful and towards some wholesome directions. And so just even this practice that we were doing this evening of recognizing kindnesses that have been done um, for us, ways of support that people have um, given to us through our lives, um, we can be fortunate enough to be able to identify sometimes specific people or beings in our lives who were kind to us along the way. And when we call them to mind and send them good wishes back, we're cultivating these um, wholesome qualities of mind that actually lead us towards more freedom from stress, more freedom from dissatisfaction and suffering. Um, So there are very likely some seeds of benevolence and kindness that we've each witnessed in other people towards us and that we can then cultivate towards others, um, especially in these happy hour practices that we do. Although sometimes we've spent a lot of time around people who have hardened their hearts and minds in one way or another. Our own behaviors may have been shaped more around adaptations we made to try and survive difficult situations. So it may be that benevolence or kindness didn't seem to be part of the equation in some situations. But I I found um, even when that's true, we can start to recognize that um, we're surrounded by forms of benevolence that we take for granted. So um, in some ways, benevolent or beneficial conditions shower down on us every single day without our asking. So the sun rises, provides warmth to the earth, causes moisture to evaporate in the air, ultimately fall back to earth as rain or snow, nourishes the soil, the plants with water, warmth, seeds sprout and grow. Um, The plant metabolizes nutrients from the air we breathe out and gives back the oxygen we need. Plants mature, provide us with food and seeds with which to grow them again. Um, water that we drink and the very fluid content of our bodies comes from the earth again and again. And just by being itself and doing the processes, the sun, earth, water, plants, minerals, animals, insects, birds, fish do around us provides what we need and we're an integral part of all of it. So benevolence. Um, and it's not that it was aimed at us or intended uh, for us personally, but we're part of all that. 
And then we humans convert all these materials into a staggering variety of food, shelter, tools, things that we do every day to, to thrive. And, you know, if we reflect on that for a while, like I used to make a practice of sitting down at a meal and looking at every single implement I used and every single food I ate and recognizing the number of people behind each one of those things and how really something it is that, you know, then here it is all in front of you. So really most of the professions we do, most of the activities we do in life are for the benefit of other people in one way or another. So uh, there's benevolence built in to the way we exchange things we produce for the way thing, for what we need. And it's kind of worth realizing that we're the beneficiaries of this kind of benevolence in so many ways if we attune our awareness to recognize it. So the practice we did this evening, you know, extending good wishes to another person or being is a means of heightening our sensitivity to this beneficial way that uh, people show up for each other or beings support one another, as well as, you know, to to ourselves, to each other, and we can con- we can cultivate this deeper understanding that other human beings like ourselves through this have this potential. Um, other people want to be healthy, safe, happy, and peaceful, even when they look like they're going about it in ways we don't understand or that appear to have the opposite end. There, there may be that wish to in in some form enjoy some happiness but one thing that's important i think in this is that benevolence doesn't have to feel a certain way to start to change us um i think sometimes people hear the phrase loving kindness and they assume you have to feel all warm and fuzzy inside and you might feel warm and fuzzy but as you send these wishes you're simply inclining the mind in the direction of kindness and benevolence gradually shaping it in that direction. And you can simply say the phrases at first, um, you know, just say them in the mind and using just enough mental energy to fill your awareness with the phrase, the intention, the image of the being to whom you're sending the wishes. Then as, as we grow in the practice, these things uh, may develop into an increasing sense of kindness in the heart mind body and it could it may start to feel various ways um and we're cultivating kind of the uh most wholesome qualities of the mind now along the way it's really important i think to notice what arises not just the good feelings all feelings all thoughts even as you gently return your attention to let's say benevolent wishes or kind wishes, when you recognize something that doesn't feel good, you're noticing how the mind has been conditioned by the past. And this cultivation will pull that up and out in a way they they call it purification. And it will gradually transform your heart, your mind. So because of this, it's really important to allow and recognize what comes up in you as you do this practice with honesty. And sometimes the heart feels good about the person. Sometimes it feels 
you know, something else will come up, not so great. Or you might feel doubts about yourself, like, I'm not doing this right. I don't feel anything. I must not be good at this. Or my heart is not kind or whatever it is. Just not not necessarily um, believing it, but just noting that that's how the conditioning is gone. Um, as you continue to recognize benevolence in the world and send wishes and receive uh, this practice and recognize what's coming into your heart and mind, you are cultivating kindness in yourself. And, and this is like any skill. It's like if you first attempt to hit a tennis ball with a racket, it probably goes somewhere you never planned. <laughs> but the longer you practice hitting it, the more you can become aware of how you might do it and you might deliver the shot where you want it to go. So we call this a practice intentionally. Almost nobody starts anything new with a state of perfection. I mean, if, you, if you've done that, you're a prodigy, great, congratulations, I'm happy for you. Um, but most of us have to keep at it and discover and improve and, and learn and, you know, get curious about things as time goes on. So those were a few reflections I was uh, sitting with this week. And I noticed the more I sat with benevolence and the idea of kindness, the more memories and images came back of people who had done the most amazing things, like even in the worst moments of their lives, I was recognizing how my parents were so kind and so much devoted to what was happening with their kids, even when they were going through hell. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing. And it's just, it's a great way to cultivate the heart. So with that, we'll go into about 10 minutes in uh, our little uh groups of three. And as always, the idea is to share one thing at a time and listen profoundly to each other without opinions or commentary or advice to each other. Um, so I will make those groups and I will call you back in maybe about nine or 10 minutes. So let me just set that up. Here we go. <laughs> 